Hey guys, welcome back to A to Z with Zach and Ave B. We're just here. We just got done eating some Taco Bell, watched some YouTube videos, and now we're just sitting here, kind of tired. Yeah, our Monday night ritual. Get yeah. off work, eat dinner, make our podcast. Yeah, only every Monday. Every Monday. Tune every in Monday. right here. Yeah. Speaking of... We are actually now available, I think, on seven different platforms. Um, I'll go ahead and list those off right now. Um, we have, we are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Breaker. We're on Overcast. We're on Pocket Casts and Radio Republic. But the most important one is because they are actually sponsoring this video is Anchor. Anchor is super easy to use. If you ever want to learn how to make a podcast or interested in ever doing that, I would totally suggest using Anchor. Super easy. Um, But we're going to go ahead and enter in that commercial right now. All right. Thanks, Anchor. We really appreciate your support. And... Now let's just dive right in. All right, let's dive right in. Zach had something he wanted to talk about. Yes, I'm always the one that wants something to talk about. I'm dedicated. my life is boring. I have nothing to talk about besides falling off the curb and breaking my whole foot. Yeah, you did. She, okay, so her cousin was going to come over and drop something off. And Avery went out there and was just normally walking down the sidewalk. And all of a sudden, I turn around and Avery is falling to the (laughs) ground. And she acts like everything's okay. She's like, it, it doesn't even hurt that bad. And then she comes back inside and she's like freaking out. She's like, I, I think I broke my foot. I think I need to go to the hospital. I'm going over to my mom's right now. I'm over this. It hurts so bad. My foot was like tingling so bad. Like I didn't think it was ever going to stop tingling. I was freaking out. Yeah. I, I've actually done the same thing, but I don't think it was to the extent of yours was. Or you were just being a big weenie. Okay, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but my whole foot was like turning purple and it was like yeah. like it had swelled up so big that I couldn't tell the difference between like my ankle, my foot, and my toes. Like it was insane. Nasty. Yeah, nasty. it was pretty gross. But it's all we're all better now. We're all healing. Yay. It's good. Round of applause. Thank you. All right, so what I was actually going to talk about is a documentary that I watched on Netflix that actually blew my mind. Um, so this po- – it wasn't a podcast. It was a Netflix show. It was a Netflix documentary. I'll have to think of the name. Um, but actually, I'll look it up right now. Um Shout out to Bryce because that's who I'm texting to see what the name of the Netflix show was. God bless Bryce because without him, we would all be losing our minds. Yes, true. But anyways, this show is about the government, how the presidential elections work, how social media gets interacted with those presidential elections. Um, So this series really had me thinking because when I, the last election, I just turned 18. So it was, I, I did not vote. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not vote. I did not, I didn't know how, like what was going on. I didn't know who to vote for. It was 
really, really hard for me to even pick a side. Um, but what happened during this time is that there was this uh, company that something analytics, it was something analytics and they would, so they would take all of our data. So did you ever hear about the data breach that yes. Facebook had? Mm-hmm. Right. That was the analytics people that were taking our information, learning more about us and then simulating our personalities and guessing how we would vote and how we would act. So what they did is that they actually put out a whole bunch of things on our Facebook pages. Anything that you saw that was um, for the presidential election, they put it there because they thought that would persuade you to go for their candidate. That's because they were working with Donald Trump on his election campaign. Interesting. Yes. So they would bombard us with these ads and they said so this whole documentary sorry is about this lady who comes up and talks about it um that is like i don't think this is good like this isn't giving us a this is making our country not have a democracy anymore right pretty much is because she said it was so influencing yeah opinions it's because they're taking all these young people's votes that only saw politics from social media standpoints right and shoving stuff that isn't even true down their throats. Okay. So they would, like, put on these, like, all the things that we think that would make America great again. Right. Pretty much. Right. So they would make, they would deceive us and put all of these things on our Facebook pages and they had, I think they said they had 5.9 million ads for Donald Trump hating against Hillary Clinton compared to Hillary Clinton's 65,000. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. So like. All right. So I just got cut off mid-sentence. I'm, I'm sorry so for this sorry. choppy audio. You can blame it all on Avery. Hate I'm on her so in the comments. Please, please, please. I'm so sorry. She just really messed me up right there while I, I was in my vibe. It was but an accident. Whatever. I didn't change my screensaver time, so whatever. it closed out. Whatever. Well, it's not going to happen again. So. Okay. Well, as long as this doesn't happen again, I'll get back to my story. Okay. I'll get back to my story about how the presidential election was rigged. Right. So. Okay. Spill the tea, sis. I will spill the mother effing tea. You like that scrunchie? I do. It's soft. should keep it forever. I'm going to. Okay. Um, where was I? So, yeah, the the 69,000 thing. Mm -hmm. Um, which I thought was crazy to me because, honestly, I I look back on it and I thought about all the times that I saw those ads and stuff on Facebook. (coughs) Excuse me. And that really did persuade my point of view. Right. Honestly, because like it just it just doesn't it didn't make sense to me in the time because I never heard anything from Hillary Clinton and anything that I did here was bad. Right. So it took these states that were blue states and then turned them into red states. Right. In all honesty, which means, you know, Democrats are blue, Republicans are red. I identify as independence of America. I don't know about anybody else. I don't know if I have any more independence out there. I think um, I'm probably an independent. 
Yeah. It's just easier that way. It saves me from a lot of political... Arguments. Yeah, I'm just like... They're like, so you're Republican or Democrat? And I'm just like, I'm, I'm independent. <laughs> Don't ask me. Don't ask me any questions. Yeah. I don't know. I, have, I, I see both sides, honestly, a lot. In a lot of different... I'm so... I try to be really open-minded, especially when it comes to politics, because I'm like, anybody could change. Anybody could change this country. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, definitely for me, um, I just, like, I I guess I'm independent because, like, I don't really care what anybody else does, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you are fighting over a certain situation and you're like, well, do you follow a Democratic view or a Republican view? Like, I don't really care. Like, it's, it doesn't, you know... It's I whatever mean, you think right is right. Right. Like, yeah. I just feel like everyone should be able to... I mean, have their own opinion and do their own thing. And, like, if you aren't bothering anybody else, then no one should be bothering you. Like, I don't really understand why everything has to be such a big deal all the time. Yeah. I think, honestly, my viewpoints persuade more towards a Democrat, honestly, than a Republican. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also see other things that on a Republican side versus a Democrat side. Right. But I'm very – I'm just like – why are we why are we constantly trying to change stuff? Right. Like I feel like our country doesn't need fixed. I think there's a lot of bad, but it's going to take more than just a president to do that, you know? Oh yeah. And you have to like it's hard because you can't please everybody mm-hmm. and something that I've noticed um is like the competition between Democrats and Republicans is honestly what like tears and divides us so much because we are so worried about people are so worried about being fully democratic or fully republican and not meeting in the middle that that's why you get people who hate a president and will Mm -hmm. hate everything that they do because they're a republican and you're a democrat or vice versa like you need to i feel like in order for this country to change then we as people need to like come together and be like, listen, I know that you're a Republican and I'm a Democrat, but we, in order for things to work, mm-hmm. we're going to have to sit down and like hash this shit out and figure out a good middle ground or else nothing's ever going to change. We're going to be in constant competition with each other. I'm, I'm honestly surprised it hasn't started a war. Like in the country yeah. itself, when Trump got elected, I was honestly worried about that because there was a lot of riots and there was a lot of chaos going on just because of his election like him winning presidential election i i thought so too hi so sorry um awkward podcast number four this This is is just this is testing this is the literal worst podcast we've ever recorded, and it's our fourth one, so we it should is. know what we're doing by now. Oh, look. Why is um, telling me my resting heart rate? That's a good resting heart rate, rate folks. But now I really think that we're going to be good for the rest of the podcast. Yay. But please don't hold it against me if it fucks up again, because I just suck at everything. It's okay. We understand. Uh, yeah, so, um, back to what I, we were saying, we were talking about, um, Trump. 
Trump. And I think that I had just finished saying something about how. how like Trump? No, that I'm All not. All the Trump supporters come get her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Trump supporters, but I am not a Trump supporter. But I do think that I had envisioned it being a lot worse at this point when he yeah. got elected than what it actually is. Although it's not great, I definitely think it could have ended up being a lot worse. Well, honestly, when he first became into the presidency, I was I, – I, it was four years ago, but I seem like I'm – I was so young. I, I was we 17 were. years old. Well, I was 18 years old. But we were young. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll be 20. I'll still be 20, 22. I'll be 22. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I just had a little old check right there. Um, but I was so old. Young. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, uh, we suck. We're struggling. Um, <laughs> I was so young that I just really didn't care. Right. I didn't care. I was just, I just took sides on most popular in, since we're in, we're in Kansas, we're a very Republican state. Oh yeah. Very, very Republican. Um, Most of our families, parents yeah. voted Republican. So yeah. a lot of our knowledge was to be. I feel like. I feel like our friend group is very abnormal to most. I would say I just feel like we're just so different than all the other generations just because we're like we're so open-minded to other yeah. people's opinions instead of being so like a hard ass about everything. I feel like that's a generational thing too because I feel like a lot of people that I talk to or am friends with even outside of – Kansas itself, we fall along the same kind of thinking, open-minded. Yeah. And I think it just like kind of goes back to like how social media connects everybody. Mm -hmm. And especially since our generation is connected with social media so heavily, we can see like beforehand, like Kansas was left, like left out of the trends and right. nobody saw that. And it was all like New York, big cities and now that we can all see what's changing, how like trends are starting and stuff like that, and then people everywhere follows that. Yeah. And so our generations are just kind of following in that trend. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some real assholes in our generations that are just like their parents, parents, and those and, before them. Yeah. And mm -hmm. That are just. I, I would say, close-minded people are just so. Stuck in the past. Ah, oh, it just like drives me nuts. It's just like you start saying something, and you're like, no, that's not right. right. That's not right. Yeah. And you're just like, how do you know you don't even let me talk? But, and another thing is like, who are you to tell anybody what is yeah, right and what's not? Nobody knows what's right. You're not the, our, the freaking God of the universe. Yeah. Like, you're just a person just like me. Like, I don't it's, know who you are. It's ridiculous. But. Well, we just went off on a tangent and you didn't even Woo! finish telling us about Sorry, your I kind of documentary. Just got oh yeah. We kind of just well, we had two breaks in there. <laughs> this is gonna be a messy podcast. Please forgive us. <laughs> Bear with us. I Next Monday will be better. I hope it's still just as entertaining as the others. Um as our other ones probably aren't even entertaining. People probably yeah. just listen to us to make fun of us. Probably. I'm okay <laughs> with it. Gets me listens, you know. Thanks. God Thanks. bless you. Keep on listening. Um, 
But yeah, the, the documentary just really just went on about how if we can ever have a fair election again, honestly, because I, I didn't even think about that. I was like, that's so true. Yeah. Like the amount of persuasion that you can use in social media. I was like, how could we ever have a fair election again? So do you think that um, social media then has affected any chance of having a fair government In all? general? Mm-hmm. I think social media has taken away any truth to the government. I think that we're – it's so easy to cover up a lie. It's so easy to put out fake news. I think that anything that you see on the internet, somebody will believe that. But you also have to think about the fact that the internet and the access, the availability of the internet keeps people honest because everything you say or do has the potential of becoming, being out there because of the media. I mean, if you think back to when our grandparents or our great grandparents were kids and were voting, things that were negative were just swept under the rug and nobody knew about it because nobody was reporting on it. Nobody was there and nobody Everybody's looking for the next big hit because everybody's just so, okay, this, okay, that, okay, this, okay, that, okay, this. And so it's everybody's so scatterbrained and waiting for the next big story to come on. And honestly, I think that's why, well, me and me and Avery are obsessed with YouTube, obsessed with YouTube, love everybody on there. Shout out to David Dobrik, even though he doesn't even need it. He won't ever listen to this podcast. Carly and Aaron, I love you. Yes, retweet that. Um, but anyways, I don't even know where I was going. <laughs> where was that? I was kind of just like... Just like a quick shout out yeah, to Yeah, just you. a quick shout out to all my huge icons out there. Um, I they really, have a... But I, I do want to piggyback off that because they have a huge influence Because their following is a lot of like kids and people younger than us. I was just about to say that. Yeah, they have a huge influence. So if you're listening to them and they like, it's crazy. They'll say something like, "I like the color blue," and then all of a sudden, everyone is like, "Oh my god, blue is the best color in the whole world!" Because David Dobrik said it was, or like, you know, whatever. Like, it's so crazy to me that people like that can come up and just have such an influence on younger people to where anything that they say is instantly going to be like the new thing for kids or what kids are going to follow because that's who they look up to. I honestly like it baffles me because like I was a very sheltered child. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to cuss in my, I was literally not allowed to cuss in my household till last year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> isn't That's that crazy. nuts like ah oh, crazy but i couldn't imagine being my like 10 or 12 year old self and getting on and watching david dobrik's oh my parents videos. wouldn't have let me no there's, there's no, a, way. no way and to think that there's thousands and hundreds and thousands of kids watching mm-hmm. like them and um James Charles and all of the influences on there. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, these people are saying things that are supposed like are targeting us. Right. They're saying things because targeting they're our right. age. Yeah. So they're, so they're saying just being things. Us. Yeah. They're being themselves. Right. But the people that it's attracting are so much are younger. Kids. And I, 
it's, 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 I'm torn between it because I'm at one end. I'm like, they need to like step up and be like, this is a like content warning advisory. Like if you're below this age, you don't need to be watching this. I strongly. And then at least that gives parents an idea of what, it is. of what the, what the hell is going on with, right. with that. But on the same hand, that's not what got them there. That's not who they are. Right. This is who they are. This is what's getting them success. Well, and it's funny that you bring that up because I was, I mean, I've been listening to the views podcast, you know, mm-hmm. and he, David Dobrik says on there that he got like monetized or whatever by YouTube, yeah. which means he doesn't make any money off of his YouTube videos anymore, but he wasn't going to um, restrict the content or whatever, because that was the content that he wanted to make. It was the content that got it's him to where he, he is loves. and that's what he likes. Yeah. So he was like, I don't care if I don't get paid for it. Yeah. He's never on the trending pages yeah. on YouTube. He doesn't get any money from it. Nope. And that's because he, that's not what it's about for him. He does it because he enjoys it. But then there's other people on other platforms or whatever else that, and they censor their videos so that when it, it when it does, when they're little kids are like, <laughs> Spin it out. when the kids watch it, they're not seeing, you know, the same kind of things you see on David Dobrik's blogs where it's yeah. like, sometimes it's dirty and inappropriate or yeah. You know. That's what I thought it was crazy that he won a kids' a, choice a award. A kids' choice award. I know. I was mind blown. I was like, a kids' choice award, award for David Dobrik. That's crazy. Blogs? Yeah, they they have like mentioned it many times where his his audience is like kids, like my eleven year old sister. You know, yeah. and they're like watching that with things that make me laugh are making like 11 year olds laugh. And I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. Well, it's just like, like kid, it's like MTV, but like a whole bunch of different ones, but every single one is filmed differently. It's like most, like I remember my sister being obsessed with Jersey shore and oh, like yeah. getting in, in trouble for watching it. Yeah. Cause she used to stay awake and watch it at night because me and her both had TVs in our room. And so I always got in trouble for watching Disney Channel, hashtag good kid, hashtag perfect child. I got in trouble for watching Sister Sister when I was... What's Sister Sister? It was that show on Disney Channel with Tia and Tamara Mowry. Oh, and that they're witches? No, that's Twitches. Okay, okay. Okay, no, but they were in this show. It was like the 90s, early 2000s. I was like five or six, and they're... So they're twins in the show, and the mom has one twin, and the dad has another twin, and then they meet, and the parents aren't together, but they end up living. So like in cheaper, the, like the, no, not cheaper than doesn't. What is that? Parent trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, kind okay. of, but it's like a whole show. So, but my parents told me that it made me sassy, so I wasn't allowed to watch it anymore. And then fast forward to the age of twenty-one, and I'm still sassy, and I don't think it ever came from a TV show. It's That's just my true. personality. I mean, I think I was very easily persuaded at that age. Like, I would say that twelve-year-old boy just watched David Dobrik's vlog of riding a bike into the pool. You would go ride a bike into I the pool. I would go try to ride a bike into a pool. That's I would still try to crazy. ride a bike in the pool. 
Yeah. As long as somebody recorded it, I would do it. Yeah. I think yeah. that that's the problem. Yeah, I yeah. can see where that's, you know, and that's crazy because that's not, I mean, when you, when he started doing YouTube videos or anybody for that matter, it's not like you're trying to make your audience yeah, like 10 year olds. They're trying to entertain. Yeah. They're doing it purely, purely. out of yeah. yeah. But they don't, I mean, it's not their fault that that's just happens to be their audience. And I don't think that anybody should change their no. art that they love because of that. But I do That's see true. where you're like, it's crazy that he wins kids choice awards and stuff, because I know that my parents at that age wouldn't let me watch something like that because they would be like, that's way too mature for you. So yeah. I don't know. I think, I mean, that is so like amazing for him to be, like our age and be that big where he yeah. like has millions and he's like, like on TV shows and hosting award shows. And there's so many people following him. And I think that that's so cool that you just started like one day making videos. And all of a sudden you're like this gigantic person who's friends with Kendall and Kylie Jenner and hang out with John Stamos. Like Jesus. that'll be us. It'll oh yeah, I'm we'll sure. We'll have Kylie. Kylie, we'll we'll have you on our podcast. Put me on your PR list. Yeah. Thanks. I don't, I don't. I don't know what PR list. I don't know if. Do you think Nike has a PR list? Since you all the know. new, they dropped They're way new. too many shoes. Yeah, I don't know. I they don't drop like pro new products. I would be on. I would love to be on Kylie Jenner's PR list. Yeah. Even though I don't wear a lot of makeup. I feel like I would love to be like one of the first people to open up that kit because I live for the days where she like unwraps her new products and she puts it on her I Instagram love watching story. anybody open up their PR. Oh my God. I love it when she unboxes her stuff. It's just like satisfying. It's so satisfying. Yeah. It just looks so great. And I just, I, I can watch I, it. I go it. through YouTube and watch people open their PR that they get. That's crazy. It's, and I'm just like, there's so much money. Yeah, it's There's just beautiful. so much money in, in, in this. Like, I just, I watched Jeffree Star open up, I don't know, it was like some box of uh, some some makeup company, but it had a digital thing across oh, it. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, how much money? Yeah, and it like, on the screen, it was box. like, thank you, Jeffree, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, no, that's... That was nuts. The money that's the money that's in YouTube. Yeah, no kidding. I did not think like YouTube has been around since we were I remember kids. I remember the YouTube my first iPod touch. I got the first and iPod it had touch the radio ever came on. Yeah, and it had their radio thing and I used to watch um lizard videos when I was, <laughs> when I was like seven. What? So I like watched how the you know, that that lizard, the one that like flipped up its neck. Oh yeah, I know like, what you're talking about. That's oh, funny. Did you ever watch Holes? Yes, of course. Have you, you know ever that, read the book? No, I've never It's read the book. so good. But the time that lady got bit by the lizard, yes. it made me so scared of those lizards. <laughs> I hated those lizards. So I hated funny. that movie because of that. That's so funny. That movie like stressed me out. Same with did you ever watch Spirit? The oh, horse with movie. the horse, yeah, yes. I hated that one too because the horse got sad. The horse <laughs> got sad at the thing, so I just hated it. Oh my god, that's so sweet. 
super I, I used to not like a lot of movies because little things bug me in that. That's crazy. Yeah, I was a very picky movie watcher when I was a kid. You're still very picky about lots of things, I, I feel like. Not when it comes to food. When it comes to food, I like to try new food. Really? I really, I'm very open-minded. See, for me, like, I will, I will try something until I like it. Because, I don't know, if I, like, the first time I tried sushi, I didn't really like it, so I kept eating it until I liked it. Because I wanted to like it, like everyone else likes it. That's so weird, I don't like sushi. Um, the first time... I didn't like coffee for a really long time. What? Like I didn't like I liked oh like frappuccinos and stuff, yeah, like but I didn't drinks. right. But I didn't like like straight up good Dark coffee. Coffee with the cream and just a little bit of sugar. Yes, I had to like keep forcing myself to drink it until I liked it. That's weird. I've never. I've tried to force myself to like black coffee, but I can't do it. I. Love the smell of it. I love the smell of it. I can't drink it. It reminds me of being a kid at my grandparents' house. Yes! <laughs> the, when I was a kid, the only place that I could drink um, coffee was at my grandparents' house because I used to wet the bed. And caffeine used to make me pee the bed, but my grandparents didn't care. So they oh, let me drink coffee there. that's so sweet. I know. And so like, I used to like pour a shit ton of sugar in it and milk and drink my coffee in the mornings with my grandparents out on their deck that's sweet i know and then my grandma used to rock me in her chair and sing me you are my sunshine, <laughs> my sunshine. one thing i have never been able to force myself to like though is tea like just plain tea yeah like hot tea or just cold tea either really i like cold tea a lot no i can't or shredded meats Really? I, like pulled pork? Yes, I fucking hate it. It is disgusting. That's really weird. And my my dad, when I, I remember growing up, and like they would make like barbecue yeah. meat or whatever and have sandwiches, and I wouldn't eat it. I would refuse to eat it. And then he would be like, he would get so pissed off because I love chicken, right? Like yeah. chicken strips and shit. And he was like, how come you can eat? chicken strips but you can't eat like shredded chicken and I was like because it's fucking gross dad and he was like it's the same thing and I was like no you don't understand it's not it's disgusting that's so weird I think it's the texture of it I love shredded like shredded sandwiches no no I'm trying to think of anything that like actually like disgust like I I can't eat olives I don't really? like olives. I can't eat olives. When my sister was little, she what that was the only thing that she would eat, and she would put them on her fingers and just That's disgusting. Like eat them. They taste like fermented. Like they just gross me out. But I one thing that I've trained myself to like is beer. Mm. Like I made myself like beer. Really? Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Well, once you drink it enough, you're just like, eh, don't really taste it anymore. I don't I don't like beer. I don't like wine. I'm not a huge drinker. I'm a, I like, I just don't like fruity, really fruity drinks because, like, hot, really sugary fruity drinks just because it's like, they, they kind of just like make me feel nauseous. If I, I, I just can't drink enough of them. Because they just make me feel nauseous and give me heartburn. Yeah. The only things I can drink that are fruity, like a cocktail drink from a like bar. bar. Yeah. Yeah. I like 
I like cocktails. I'm just not a huge drinker. Like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing about drinking really like satisfies me. Like if I'm going to drink, I'm going to go, I'm going to get fucking drunk. Like <laughs> I'm not going to just drink to like take the edge off of a hard day, just like kick back and have a beer. Like if I'm drinking, I'm getting smashed and that's all yeah. there is. Avery goes hard. I got to say, I was, I was impressed one well, for my the night of my twenty first birthday, uh, I came over here. Party. Yeah, like, mm, sorry, not trying to throw shade to any of my friends, but nobody offered to have a party besides Avery. Avery was my only friend that was like, "Do you want to do something tonight?" And I was like, "Yes, I would love to do something tonight." Hey. And so I came over here, and we took shots man like <laughs> we went for it we did it we they weren't even shots i like had to take full drinks yeah we, of, <laughs> like we didn't have shot glasses so we just put them in this cup and like every time we just kept on getting drunker and drunker so the more we poured like the drunker we got the more we poured in the cups and we're like is that fine we're like yeah, yeah. just have the cup it's fine it's just fine. drink it just drink it don't think about it it's fine <laughs> honestly me and Zach are the worst people to like go uh, out together because both of us are like those people where if you tell us to do something, like we're going to do it. Yeah. And so then we both just keep telling each other to do more. And then we're like, well, like we're both the people that tells other people to do it. And especially my friends, because yes. I like, I always like, if I'm ever at a party, like I want my friends to have a good time because I usually I invite them. And so I'm like, I want you to have a good time. Drink more, drink more, drink more. And then they're like, you drink more. And I'm like, well, I'm not a wuss. So, <laughs> so I guess here I, I go. To. Yeah. So then, I mean, none of us have that point where we're like, okay, we should probably stop now. I know. We just keep going. And then yeah. all of a sudden we're like looking at each other and we're like, how the fuck did we get here? Like, yeah. how, how did we let this happen? I don't know why you didn't come out to Spencer's last week. I know. It was... So much fun. Shout out to Bryce being my DD. Always there. Always being my DD. I'm sorry. I have to I have to rein it in. I know. These past couple weeks we've went hard and I've got to rein it in because I've got to go. We have to have one more weekend of going hard this weekend. Okay. Well, because you know, next week I go back to school and I gotta teach all my kids yay i just stay being an insurance agent if you guys ever need insurance you know where to go i teach eight-year-olds and it's super fun and i love it i don't teach i teach 40 year olds how not to be dicks except it doesn't work because they're still dicks 40 year olds are the worst (laughs) shout out to my parents i have had some weird customers come in like they're they just like tell you things that you know, you should not you should not have any business knowing in somebody's life. Like old people just get to that age and they just share anything. And oh, just yeah. like you're like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> people, like I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> people do that to me at the salon. Yeah. Like I work at a tanning salon also, and people will come in and they'll just like tell you the most random stuff and I don't even know how to respond. Like, what yeah. do you say? I don't. Well, most of the times I'm just like, I just laugh. And I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Ha, 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 that, ha. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's so funny, man. Awkward. 
Or they, they like make a comment about like the old men are the worst. So they're okay. they're always like, Yeah, she had some big old tits and I'm just like Yeah Oh my uh, god, no I was like, Here's your here's your receipt, please leave now <laughs> And then they just sit there and talk to you and talk to you and you're just stuck there because you, you can't just go anywhere. Yeah, so it's, cringy. it's so cringy. Like uh there's this one guy that came in and he just like he just told his whole life story and it was just so disgusting and so uncomfortable and so cringy. And I was just sitting there with a smile on my face, <laughs> absorbing that all in. And I'm just like, I'm never going to be you someday. Yeah. Never, ever, ever will I be you someday, sir. Let me just say for all of the listeners, old men are the absolute worst. They are so gross. They, what if we have old men listeners? Okay. They're over here offending I'm men. so sorry, old men, but let me say from a 21-year-old girl standpoint that old men are disgusting, and they don't know how to say or respect the a no. They also don't know how to just respect a person in general. Like, you don't come up... Let me tell you, one time, I will never forget this ever for as long as I live. I was serving, and I was a server at Buffalo Wild Wings, and there was this old creepy guy that came in with his family, and he was like, he was single or whatever, but he was with his kids, and they were grown-up kids, like older than me, and um, I'm like giving him the check or whatever, and the um, after he paid, and I was like giving him the pen to sign it. And I was like, do you guys need any takeout boxes? Yada, 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 whatever. And he was like, well, how much do I need a tip to take you home with me? I was like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> like, that's disgusting. That's, that would make me feel so uncomfortable. At the time, I was probably like 18 or barely 19 years old. And like, that is so disgusting. <laughs> You no. Want, you want to hear a funny? I got to tell you, when you're done with this, I have such a funny, funny show. I mean, not a funny show, but I have such <laughs> a funny story to tell. Okay. Okay. Tell me your funny. Oh, tell me your funny story. So my funny story. So let me tell you about the story when I got hit on by a homeless guy on a mission trip. <laughs> no, you did not. I did. On a mission trip? Yes. Okay. So I was an, an eighth grader. Like I was a I was a tall, braces. grown up looking eighth grader. Braces, yeah, braces blonde, curly hair. Blonde, curly hair, no facial hair, <laughs> nothing at all. Cute um, little baby. Yeah. Um. So I was like, I was just doing my you know Jesus duty, <laughs> and um, I was talking to this one guy, and I was like, yeah, and he's like, this thing, this is pretty cool. You guys got here, blah blah blah, because we did this like service out in the street or something like that i think is something that we did and he came up to me afterwards and he's like hey man he's like i just want to let you know that you look really good and i was like i i just thought he's like he's like what you're wearing is really nice and like at the time like my little innocent self was like oh thank you man i was like that's i appreciate that <laughs> and he's like yeah no problem he's like and then, like, somebody, like, heard him, and so they came and, like, saved me because I, I didn't know what was going on. But, yeah, yeah, he just started hitting on me. And then this other dude, oh, my goodness, this is another one. So I was talking to this one guy, 
and he was just talking and talking and talking to me. And like, he told me exactly how to steal somebody's identity. <gasps> no. Yes. Like detail to detail. And he told me, he's like, yeah, I've done it before. He's like, I've done it before. He's like, that's, that's what got me here. He's like, all you have to do is this and this and this. And then he like went step and step and step. And he's like, then you just have to do this and you have to print off this and then you have to do that. And then you have to do this. And I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Help. Help me. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. And I also saw a homeless people get in a fight over a blanket there. That was really sad, but really entertaining to watch. Where were you at? Houston. I was in Houston, Texas. Uh, well, speaking of Texas, I think we should probably, as we end this podcast or get closer to the end of this podcast, I yeah. think we should take a second um, to just say that our hearts are with you in El Paso, Texas and Dayton, Ohio. And um, really, when I heard about these situations, I I didn't even know how to like react because on one hand, it's just become so normal in our society for mass shootings to happen that you almost become numb to it because it's on the news every day you hear about another one. But then on the other hand, that's not normal for those things to be desensitized. Like you have to let yourself feel for these families and these people, because if you don't, that's why, or that's when we all become, you know, un, what is, what is the word I'm looking for? Like unempathetic, like pieces of shit when we can't, you know, feel, feel for people in these situations and so the fact that you can't go to Walmart or go to a concert or go to school without fear of like possibly getting shot at is insane to me and I will never understand why people think that you know holding on to their guns is more important than you know sitting down and having a real conversation about gun control or gun safety even, because I'm not here to be like, take all the guns away from everybody. But I do think that, you know, when that part of the constitution, when that was written, the guns were like one, you like loaded once shot. And then you had to like, I mean, they weren't semi-automatic weapons that could take out hundreds of people with one round, you know, like, like I could go to Dunham sports and buy one right now. Right. Well, and that's the thing is like, there's so many things in this country that it's harder to do than to buy a gun. It's harder to be even accepted into this country as a citizen than it is to buy a gun. It's harder to get an abortion than it is to buy a gun. It's harder to apply for college than to buy a gun. Like, I just don't, I mean, I don't understand that. I definitely think there needs to be like a conversation where we really talk about you know, restricting and making There's it no need harder. for somebody to have a possession of a military operated weapon. And anybody that disposal. says, anybody that says it doesn't matter, they'll find them anyways. I get that, but make it harder. Well, and I, you know, you can go other places. I mean, just the same way that drugs are everywhere. I'm sure that illegally you can have guns, but Here's the thing is you can walk into most places now and have a concealed carry and it'd be fine. 
if somebody raids your house and they find a bunch of guns, as long as they're registered, you're fine. But like, I just, I don't know. I just don't think that, I just, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing because I see where people are like, well, they can just go get them anywhere. Like I understand that, but also we have to do something because this is not okay. It's, it's not fair that my eight-year-olds can do a lockdown and it have be as normal to them as walking outside for a fire drill. Like that shouldn't, your kids shouldn't be that used to it. I don't know. I guess it's just like hits hard for me because I, yeah. I literally, like it's schools that get shot at most often. And that's where I go every single day. Yeah. And I remember my first day of school last year we had a police officer come in and give us like a like a lockdown training or gun safety whatever intruder drill training whatever and his words word for word to our entire group of educators where we go into this profession not for the money not for the glory of being a teacher we go into it because of our love for kids and our want and need to make our future generations better than the generations now. And this police officer looked us dead in the eye and said to us that if one of our kids is out in the hallway when a lockdown drill happens and they come up to the door and knock and try to be let in, we cannot let them in because it's either one child's life or 20 kids' lives. And if we open the door to allow him in, and for some reason the shooter gets in too, then basically instead of just killing one of my kids, I've now killed all 20 of my kids and probably myself too. And like having to wrap my head around the fact that like he really just said that to me, I literally went home and like threw up because I, I can't even imagine no, that. Like, are you serious? Like, I I couldn't. I just hear them being like, Miss Avery, let me in. And I just have to stand there and not do anything about it. Ugh, I just don't understand. I don't understand how people don't think that it's a big deal or think that it's okay. Ugh, sorry this podcast took a super deep, yeah, dark turn. but Full hard in the feelings. I'm so, well, you know, I just felt like, it needed to be said and um, our hearts are with you if you're listening probably not but if you are our hearts are with you our prayers are with you good yes. vibes are being sent if you're not all about praying and stuff but yeah. well guys on that note i think we're gonna go ahead and stop this podcast thank you guys for listening sorry it was a little choppy we promise to do better next time we just had a couple of settings on our podcast that went a little wompy. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring. And we will uh, talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.